You're listening to a podcast from Victory. God's power for salvation is made perfect in Jesus. Get more insight in week five of our series, Beyond the Signs. This fifth miracle is actually a sign of summer. It was recorded in the book of John. This fifth miracle is when Jesus walked on water. Jesus walked on water. If you have your Bibles with you, turn them to John 6. My prayer is that you would go to the book of John because it recorded so many of, 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 of his miraculous uh, signs and his power. So that you will also have your own revelation in what Jesus did. Let's read in John 6 verse 15. Perceiving then that they were about to come and take him by force to make him king, Jesus withdrew again to the mountain by himself. Verse 16. When evening came... His disciples went down to the sea, got into a boat, and started across the sea to Capernaum. It was now dark and Jesus had not yet come to them. The sea became rough because a strong wind was blowing. When they had rowed about three or four miles, they saw Jesus walking on the sea and coming near the boat, and they were frightened. But He said to them, It is I. Do not be afraid. Then they were glad to make him into the boat, and immediately the boat was at the land to which they were going. Father, I pray now, in the name of your mighty son Jesus, that you would reveal to us, Lord God, more than the signs, but actually your word for us, Father, your now word for us. Lord, work in our hearts, so that whatever we would absorb, whatever we would learn, it won't be stock knowledge. But we will put it into good use, and our life will then be a worship unto you. In Jesus' name we pray. And everybody say, Amen. Amen. Context of that verse, it, it happened right after the miracle where he fed 5,000. Immediately right after, he asked everybody to be dismissed. He asked his disciples and said, Why don't you go ahead and meet me there in Capernaum? And I will go and have a retreat on my own. He withdrew to a mountain. Have you ever thought of that? Why did he have to withdraw to a mountain right after a great miracle? Why? Was he shy? He didn't want to sign autographs? Why? He didn't want to have selfies? He withdrew to a mountain because he knew all along that these people were longing to have a king. Tagal na pinangarap. Hinihintay God promised king for them. And he knew... That's because they saw the signs, remember, they were hungry, they were fed. When, when, when people were sick, they got healed. He knew what's running in their minds. Alam na niya. Because these people were so desperate in waiting for the king. So desperate in waiting for the Messiah. They wanted to crown Jesus as king. And he said, not, not for me. I don't want to be king. I don't want to be king. He wants to be our Lord and Savior. But never king. Not king. Not a king that is tyrant and would just say, do this, do that. No, 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 no. He wants to have a relationship with us. Kingship and lordship is two different things. It's lordship that he wants. Relationship. People were after a temporary solution. Gusto nila, pag gutom sila, makakain. Gusto nila, pag may sakit sila, mapagaling sila. Gusto nila, pag nangangailangan nila ng pera, they would be provided. They wanted temporary solution. In lordship, in the relationship with Jesus Christ, what He presents is eternal solution. 
a relationship, something that money cannot buy, something that, 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 that because the joy of the Lord is, is, is there, there is peace. There is peace. There's constant abund- uh, abundance. Why? Because satisfaction. Because we have satisfaction in Christ, in a relationship. When Jesus asked the disciples to move on the other side, I can't help but think, does he know later on that there's going to be a storm? Okay, the Sea of Galilee, if you, stu- if you study the map in the Old Testament, the Sea of Galilee is eventually prone to storms because of the altitude, because of the terrain. So, do you think he knew? Do you think Jesus knows? Was it a test? Was it a test of, of, of obedience? Maybe you are in this situation right now. You are, you are actually asking God, wait, 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 wait. I have a relationship with God. But still, why? Why am I going through storms like this? Why am I still going through tests like this? Or, you simply don't have a relationship with God. So don't ask why. Definitely, you're going to go stuff like this. Testings like this. But not, not this group of disciples. Because they know all along who Jesus was. Our obedience to God doesn't exempt us from experiencing troubles in life. It doesn't. It doesn't. If somebody would tell you, Isabuhay mo tong Bible na to. Accept Lord Jesus as your, as your Lord and Savior. And you're gonna have a worry-free life. Wala ka na magiging problema sa bumundo. Balikan nyo sila, sabihin nyo sa kanila, you're lying. Because that's not true. It's not true. Life of faith assures us a wor- not a worry-free life. Okay, not a storm-free life, but a storm-proof life. When, 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 the, when the disciples obeyed, actually, in Mark 6, it went detailed, that the disciples actually immediately obeyed. They were obedient. They immediately obeyed. Verse 45, Immediately, He made His disciples get into the boat and go before Him to the other side, to Bethsaida, while He dismissed the crowd. And after He had, and after he had taken leave... Of them, he went up to the mountain to pray. John 6. It was now dark, and Jesus had not yet come to them. The sea became rough because a strong wind was blowing. Have you been to a storm? How many of you, you've experienced a storm? You've experienced a storm. How many of you have experienced a storm, and you're on a boat, or you're on a ship? That part is scary. There's no actually turning back. Rescue has to happen from the outside. Walang rescue from the inside. If I'm in a boat, and then there's a storm, kahit anong gawin ko, first, I'll get Pastor Joas and throw him on board. Ginawang sacrifice, di ba? Hindi, pampagaan, bro. Pampagaan. But still, it, it won't actually help. You cannot calm the ocean by doing that. Rescue has to come from, from outside. I remember, um, not really a storm, but um, when my wife and I, uh, we rode a speedboat, six or seven seating speedboat, we were in Subic, and I didn't know that around 4 o'clock or 4.30, biglang didilim pala doon sa area. So we sped out, 4 o'clock, around 4.30, we just left the, 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 the harbor, and we saw on one side, dark, a pitch dark area. Used to be there's mountains. Pero pagtingin namin na wala yung buong mundok. Yung buong mundok. Hindi mundo, yung mundok. Yung mundok, biglang nawala. And we knew that there's a mountain there. Lo and behold, it was actually a tanker. Tanker getting out of Subic Bay. And we were in a six-seater uh, six, six boat. So, maliit lang ho yun. Compared to a tanker, so big. 
She started crying. She started yelling. And even me, I, we, I was panicking. When we look at the left side, waves. Okay, ang laki ng waves na kayang, kaya kaming kainin because of the tanker. Because the tanker was going fast, then the wave on the other side was so high. And we were in the middle. We were in the middle. We got so scared. Okay, yung mga ibang nakaganoon pa, naghihintay kayo ng, ng, ano, ng climax. Okay pa naman kami, kaya kandito ako, di ba? Kung may nangyari sa amin, wala na ako dito. Are you in that kind of storm? What are the storms that you're actually experiencing right now? What storms have, have, have you tried to evade, but then it just keeps on creeping up on you and, 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 and following you from behind? The book of Mark recorded a more detailed account on, on, on what actually transpired in this event. In Mark 6.48, he said, He saw that they were making headway painfully for the wind against them. So it was the disciples. Can you imagine them they were with the oar? They were paddling, but still they weren't moving. Why? Because of the waves, they're so big. Not only that, is that they're doing headway. Ang ibig sabihin ng headway, they're going against the wind. And about the fourth watch of the night, he came to them walking on the sea. He meant to pass them by. Then Jesus started walking to them. To them. But when they saw him walking on the sea, they thought it was a what? It was a ghost and they cried out. Instead of calling Jesus and asking Jesus for help, in their panic, they thought Jesus was actually a what? A ghost. We, we can't surmise what they were actually feeling. But isn't that also how we at times feel when we're so frightened? When we can't see anything, when it's like pitch dark, when parang may dilubyo, parang may, parang may bagyo all around you, and you can't think right. You don't, we, we don't think right. If you think about it, these disciples are actually expert seafarer. Why do I say that? They were fishermen. Remember? When Jesus actually recruited men, recruited them, they were fishermen. So they were experts in the sea. They know. Naglalayag yan. Alam nila kung, kung, alam nila. But still, they were frightened. They were with Jesus all along. They knew the power of Jesus. Miracles upon miracles. But when they saw Jesus walking on water, they got afraid. What storms are you in now? When you talk about storms, there are two, two kinds of storms. Self-inflicted storms. Self-inflicted, ibig sabihin, may ginawa kang mali before, now you're paying the consequence. Self-inflicted storms. Other storms are actually outside force na storms. You don't have a hand in it, but you're just caught in the middle. But it's not about the storm that you're facing now. Don't focus on the facts. Don't focus on your storm. In the midst of storm, Still focus on Jesus. Focus on Him. Focus on His face. Focus on His hand. Focus on who He is. And not who you are. If you're going to focus on who you are, guess what? You're really going to be frightened. If you focus on who you are, talagang gugulo mundo mo. Hindi mo alam kung gagawin. Because apart from Christ, we're nothing. And the Bible says that He will never leave you nor forsake you. Never leave you nor forsake you. Here's my point. It's saying that. Mark 6 verse 49, He meant to pass them by. Naglalakad na si Jesus, nakita niya na yung mga disciples on the boat, instead of passing them by, He still stopped. Why? Out of compassion. He knew they will never be harmed. 
But he had to prove a point. He showed compassion. God's presence is more powerful than fear. God's presence in whatever situation that you're in. Maski gano katakot, gano nakakatakot yan, gano ka feeling mo, ho- hopeless ka na, God's very presence is all you need. That's all you need. I want to surmise how we often miss the point and altogether miss the sign. The sign here, though it's very powerful, Jesus walking on water. Can you, can you imagine? He's defying the law of nature. Nobody walks on the water. Okay, I float on water. He's defied the law of nature. He did. That's a powerful sign. That shows how powerful He is. But the sign is not that. You have to go beyond it. It's actually an invitation that we need to do. We need to invite Jesus to our boat. The sign there is we need to invite the life giver to our boat. To our boat, to our very life. Invite Him to our lives. The disciples needed Jesus to come to their rescue. They can never survive on their own. They're actually at the mercy of nature. I remember in Colossians 1 verse 17, where it said, And in Him all things hold together. The law of nature, He made the law of nature. He's over and above the law of nature. He created everything. Everything is created for Him. And He holds everything together. Let's continue. In verse 20, when he, reached, when he reached the boat, He said to them, It is I, do not be afraid. It is I, do not be afraid. This seven-word statement says it all. It shows first and foremost who Jesus is. That He has power over dominion. He has power over the universe. That he, it proves His deity. When He said that, it is I. Hindi naman dahil sa natakot siya, sinabi niya, okay, hoy, hello, it's me, don't get scared, no. He's actually pre-proving a fact. That remember what I told you before about the story that me and my father were one, that when God created the world, I was with Him. That, when, that all these miracles and signs are, 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 are just because I was sent by the one who created everything. He's proving a point. It is I. It's as if, remember, remember the burning bush. When God spoke to Moses and said, I am. It is I. It is me. That's Jesus. The thing is, do we actually hear Him when He, said, when he says, it is I? Can we recognize His voice? When He said, it is I, in the midst of everything, what do you do? I, I, I can't hear you. He's right in front of you. I, I can't hear you. Why? Because I have a problem. I'm in fear. I'm in lack. I'm in, I, 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 my, my marriage is crumbling down. My, my, my business is going down. My, my grades are, are, are celebrating its birthday every time. He's saying, it is I. But in the midst of everything, do we actually hear Him say, it is I. My son and, do- my, son and my daughter, it is I. I am here for you. When, you when, when, when you're drowning, he's saying, Lord, he's saying, my son and my daughter, grasp my hand. No, 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 no. I need a lifesaver. I need somebody to, I, I, I need a coast guard. It is I. Powerful. It is I. Do we know who he is? Because not knowing who he is, we cannot trust him. 
Not knowing who Jesus is, who God is, who the Holy Spirit is, we will never trust Him. No, we won't. He continued, do not be afraid. This part, it's not saying, do not be frightened. Hindi yan yung parang yung bata umiiyak. Oh, wag ka na umiyak. Okay lang yan. Walang mumu. Hindi ako mumu. It's presenting another thing. It is I. It is me. Do not be frightened. Do not be frightened saying, you don't have to fear about anything. It's like God's everlasting love in Romans 8.31 where it said, if God is for us, who can be against us? It's saying, do not be afraid, my son, because if I am for you, no one can be against you. Not any situation, not any person, not any lack, not any enemy can ever harm you. That's why my prayer is that whenever the Father said, it is I, we would come to Him boldly and say, my Father, come to my rescue and protect me. Um, I have three children. Two boys, a 16-year-old, a 14-year-old, and I have a 6-year-old daughter. And when Jello Monte started going to an all-boys school, pag sampan nila ng grade 1, we would have this talk. And I, I drive them usually to school. So pag first day, kasama ko pa asawa ko. When we, drive, when we drove them to school, I would have a pep talk. And I would say, you know, Jello, same, you know, Monty, I love you guys. I'll always be behind your back. I'll always be there to protect you. And I, I, I got your back. Just know that. In school, you're going to an all-boys school. Never start a fight. Never. But just in case you get caught up in a fight, make sure you finish that fight. And when I go to the school, I will protect you. I will, I will be there. I got your back. I will protect you. And then they would go down and go inside the, the classroom. They were so proud. You know, like manly, macho, macho. And the thing, wala na lapit sa akin, malaki tatay ko. <laughs> Hindi nila alam pagbaba nila. Sabi na asawa ko, Anong sinabi mo? Ba't mo sinabi yun? Do you know that your father is always there to protect you? Do you actually have, do you actually enjoy that relationship that no matter what, you can just cry to your father or you can just say, do you have my back? Whenever you lean back, you, you know that he's behind you and he will never leave you nor forsake you. The life that we live now is it's full of grace. But then Jesus often allows us to experience storm to test and strengthen our faith. But the big difference now, the big difference is that we did not be afraid. Because we know that God is omnipotent. He's all-powerful. That He's omniscient. He knows everything. He even knows the number of our hairs. He even hears our cries. And He's omnipresent. He'll always be there for you and I. Someone once said, you are either in the midst of storm, you are in the midst of a storm, or you've just come out of a storm, or you're headed into a storm. Where are you? Whatever your situation is, whatever storm you're battling in, my prayer is that you would always know to invite Jesus into your life. Invite Jesus into your boat. The greatest storm that I've ever encountered in my life was in March 23, 2006. When, uh, because of irreconcilable, seemingly irreconcilable differences 
my wife and I decided to call it quits. We decided to maghiwalay. And, um, and those, were the, those were like tumulus 48 hours of my life that everything was like in a whirlwind. Mas matindi pa sa bagyo nararamdaman namin doon. That everything was in chaos. Even my, my parents were, were against her, against my in-laws. My in-laws want to protect their, 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 uh, their daughter, of course. Of course, there's the thug and war between my two children. I already have two children then, four-year-old and six-year-old. It, it was chaotic. That, akala ko hindi siya titigil. Kung isipin ko ngayon, 48 hours lang, but it seems like it dragged on to weeks and weeks. And then we were trying to reach out to friends, and most of our friends were, were gone out of the country or what. We praise God that He sent the right person for us. Because those person led us to Jesus. Not to a marriage counselor, not to a, a, a psychotherapist. He pointed us to a church. He pointed us to be part of a church community. He, they never told us that we, that we need therapy, counseling, but they told us that all we needed is actually Jesus. The, the only question that I can remember them asking is that if you want your marriage to be restored, you have to restore your life first with Jesus. Are you willing to do that? And we invited Jesus into our life. Lo and behold, that's 11, 12 years before. And I praise God for, for the life that I'm enjoying now. If you are in a storm right now, John 16 verse 33 said that we will go through storms, but then Jesus has overcome the world. He has overcome the world. Can I ask the worship team to be up on stage? Can I ask everybody to stand up? Let me end, the, end with this verse. In Psalm 107, 28 to 31 says, Then they cried out to the Lord in their trouble, and He brought them out of their distress. He stilled the storm to a whisper. The waves of the sea were hushed. They were glad when it grew calm, and He guided them to their desired haven. Let them give thanks to the Lord for His unfailing love and His wonderful deeds for all mankind. It doesn't matter what you did. It doesn't matter where, where you are right now, whether you're in the eye of the storm, you're outside of the storm, you're, you're around the grid of the storm. Know that it only takes one invitation. Takes one invitation. Know that your Father is always here for you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. He will never turn His back on you. He will never condemn you for what you have done or what you haven't, uh, what we, what we didn't do. Let's bow our heads, Father. I pray this right now. Thank you, Lord, that perfect love casts out fear. That we don't have to fear anymore because of your very presence. We invite you right now to be present in and through our lives. Lord, even pray, Lord God, Lord, if our hearts, Lord, are hardened, if our hearts, Lord God, cannot even feel you anymore. Father, I pray right now, immediately, turn them to flesh. Turn them to flesh. Father, I pray right now, if there are people here, if there are relationships here, Lord God, seems like it's dying. Lord, I pray, Lord, that you are life-giving. Give it life right now. Give them life right now. Lord God, I even pray for unforgiveness. I do know this unforgiveness, it's easy to, at times, it's easier to give forgiveness 
and wait on forgiveness rather than on forgiving ourselves. The Father is saying unto you, My son and my daughter, when I save you, I save you freely. I didn't ask for anything in return and restoration is full. It's never partial. When you accept me, when you accept life, when you accept hope, it is eternal and it is encompassing. So Father, I pray right now that we will even release unforgiveness unto ourselves and now fully embrace and accept. Thank you for listening to this message. For more messages like these from other Victory Centers, please visit victory.org.ph slash resources slash podcasts.